I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right there, listeners, it's Cunt here. Sorry for the state of my voice, I've got a bit of the old Christmas aids. Now, I've got a festive plea for you. My band, The Cunts, have got a genuine shot at Christmas number one this year with our song, Fuck the Tories. There's 12 versions of the song available at 59p each, and they all get combined for the main chart at the end of the week. If everyone who listens to this podcast went and spent just a fiver, we'd beat that sausage roll fanny rat lab baby to the Christmas number one spot. This podcast will always be free. We'll never put it behind a paywall. So please help us out and go and download as many versions as you can before the end of Thursday the 22nd of December. What you do could be the difference. There'll never be a better chance to ruin Christmas for the cunts in charge as well as making a bit of history and fucking off that sausage roll cunt. Please go to theconservatives.info for all the download and streaming links and get involved. Thanks for listening and enjoy December 82's Acceptable in the 80s. in my mouth lovely <laughs> mm, stuck my tooth <laughs> you're gonna leave this in right mm? what no because we always say you're all right yeah i know all right you're all right right ready yep you all right yeah i'm all right you're all right yeah i'm all right I told you you shouldn't have put dry roasted peanuts out just before the podcast. I've got literally got no moisture. Old that... cunt chokes on peanuts at the start a podcast. <laughs> oh, dear. Don't do naughty older kids if you've had a, a gob full of dry roasted. <laughs> <clears throat> he wouldn't want you to anyway. Get it all down his jap side. <laughs> 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 I 
welcome to the Acceptable in the 80s podcast. 56 is seconds. <laughs> It's like the quickest go in a World Cup, isn't it? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, welcome. We might as well just say goodnight now. <laughs> uh, welcome uh, to uh, Acceptable in the 80s, December 1982. You all right? Yeah, I'm right. What's been happening? Um, Tell us all about what you're up to. Well, um, I've got to, haven't I? Because yeah. normally at this point... We'd be promoting our sponsor, Urban Inc., and I can't help but think that you've said something that's upset them. I'd invite listeners to message him why they think we've <laughs> lost our sponsor. <laughs> uh, and I put it down to... Um, he's just chat. He's challenging... AIDS. <laughs> he's challenging... Fanny rat. <laughs> <laughs> It's Rectal bleeding. <laughs> it's a challenging time for businesses at the moment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, and we should say, we'd like to thank uh, Billy and the team for their sponsorship. Yeah, over, uh, over about two years. So, yeah. yeah. So, thank you. But if you've uh, got a little business or just got a few quid or you've got a band or something that you want to shout about to our audience, then, uh, yeah, drop us a little message on the socials and say you're interested in uh, sponsoring this podcast, then uh, we'll sort it out. But you're sponsoring it this time, aren't you? So this, this month's podcast is sponsored by uh, Fuck the Tories, the new, sing- <laughs> the new single from The Cunts, uh, out on the 16th of December. Uh, multiple uh, remixes and stuff that all count together for the main chart. So you have to buy it between the 16th of December on a download. Uh, and and uh, midnight on the twenty second, um, yeah. Uh, it's uh, great. What I suggest is that uh, we don't uh, release this on the twenty sixth because you ain't fucking got round to producing it. So let's get. Oh, it no, out I'll, by I'll the be quick. And now is now is my thing. I'll be quick. Oh, this right. Month now there's I... a vested interest from you. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Other than that, ah oh, no, I'll do all my stuff and then I'll just fucking. Well, this is the fifth. It'll be out on the sixth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw the video. Uh, the other day, uh, and before I'd even seen you as Big Daddy, seeing Jezza as fucking giant ace, giant ace that he pulled it out of the bag, destroyed me. It's just that little little bit of slick back of his hair made all yeah. the difference, didn't it? It was literally just before we filmed, he ran a bit of water in, into his hands and put it through his hair, and like all of a sudden <laughs> he's a, he's ace stacks, isn't he? <laughs> he really is. Oh, fucking! That video looks brilliant. Like he's he's, he's proper good, and uh, and I'm gonna throw it out there. You should catch this one yet? I feel like it might be. Mm. Feel like it might be. Yeah, and also, uh, I think the Tories uh, are possibly the most cuntish they've ever been. I don't know. I think they were a bit more cuntish <clears throat> um, when Boris Johnson was in charge. And then they were a bit more hapless when Liz Truss was in charge. Mm-hmm. But now they're just, they've gone back to being sort of smart, suited and sinister. Smug as S- well. Smug, smug and sinister. It's not yeah. a great combination, is it? No, it's not. No, it's but, not. But they're cunts and we're stuck with them. So yeah. you might as well fucking do something about it. And that's that's what this is about. It's just trying to fucking... I mean, the Christmas number one gets written about everywhere. Yeah. And I'm sure... If we managed it, this would be the year that it didn't get written about everywhere. But you got to fucking give it a go and see what happens. Yes, you? you have. Cunts, aren't they? Cunts, aren't they? Films? 
Yeah, um, I just wanted to quickly, uh, before we do the films, uh, shout out to William Lee, who got the beers in for this month. Thanks, Willie. Thanks, Willie. Willie's a good word. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Got an itchy (laughs) Willie. What did you call a dingle when you was a kid? Dingle. A dingle? Yeah. (laughs) Fuck off. Well, I've never heard that. That's what it was called. A dingle? No, a dingle. It's me dingle, isn't it? (laughs) Did your mum and dad refer to it as a dingle? Yeah, what's your dingle? Make sure you pull your dingle back properly when you wash it. Otherwise, you'll get a little infection. Why have I never heard dingle? Because you haven't asked. <laughs> so people instantly know that we, we were never them kind of kids that's like, show us your dingle. <laughs> <laughs> you get your dingle out first. Well, what did you call it then? Winkle. <laughs> It's me Winkle, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I've got something later about, about Willie's. Can, can I just say fucking, well, I just thought of my old man. Uh, that was the first, my old man, I suppose I, I was probably like about 20, and my old man talks about, uh, uh, went, went to the doctor's out to get me nudger and me tabs out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on movie phone. This, yeah, this. of course you have. Yeah. You're well, factually inaccurate to the end. What films have you got first? I've got three I've got three films off a movie web. Go on. Um Dark Crystal. Yes. Uh King of Comedy. No. The Verdict. No. I don't know. I've done anything about the verdict. Did have Paul Newman in or something? Did you talk about Dark Crystal? Yeah, I, I I don't know anything about I haven't seen the Dark Crystal. Oh, why? Well, tell me about it. This is your opportunity to enlighten. This is you per- bloody this- love the 80s. Yeah, I do, but this is a perfect podcast situation. I don't know about it. You think I'd like it, so sell it to me. I went to the Thames side to watch that. Oh, did you? Yeah, I went to the Thames side today. Just doing a bit of charity work. Yeah, of course you were. Oh, funny you've mentioned that. How long- oh, yeah, three minutes into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to talk about it, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, since the Ukrainian borders are closed, you've got to find something to tell do you know people what? you've I done, haven't you? I just want to put a bit back, mate. Yep. Uh, uh, probably, probably edit this bit out anyway. I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, probably. Uh, you are your regular Prince William. You are. I, I, do you know what? I've sent a lot of people that picture of Prince William's cock since you showed me. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was showing Beefy's cock round at the uh, at rehearsals the other day. <laughs> Beefy's cock pick is a lot better than William's one because William's one you really got to kind of go oh, what's he got going on down there because yeah. he's having that sly piss isn't he yeah, with, but that weird, with a weird kind of inverted yeah. V holding it where Beefy's just like wallop but Beefy looks like he, he looks like a corpse on a slab looks like one of the pictures that electrician bloke would have taken he was sexy though wasn't he Beefy he yeah. just got a bit carried away yeah like when you look at that angle and when you think like if you're getting a suck job and you're looking down going, whoa, this is amazing, and they're looking up, they're seeing Beefy on a slab. Yeah. I've got some other films. Well, Be- Beefy done a lot for charity, didn't he? So he's going to fall one slip up, can't he? So you mentioned <laughs> Dark Crystal. Yep. Uh, I think, it, was it Hanson? Yeah, it was. Yeah. 
It's just kind of like two little sort of troll-like characters. I can't remember much about it, but I did go and watch it. Yeah. And I remember thinking it was brilliant. I had a little look on Wikipedia, and it said, yeah, it was like Ensign and the, the, the Muppets crew, wasn't it? And uh, at the time, people thought it was a bit like, you know, a bit too serious. I can't remember if there was a message in it. I was probably I, too young to know. No, I think there was a message. Right. Yeah. Do you want to guess what that message was to say something inappropriate? Nope. Good. Uh, well, I've got some other films that come out. Um, the Toy. That's Richard Pryor. It is. So what's the what's the what's the premise of the Toy? If I'm right, it's a rich bloke that basically pays Richard Pryor to be a toy for his kid. Yeah. Uh, when you say it out loud. Racist connotations. It's not great, is it? No. But uh, so was it a rich white family? Probably. I can't remember. But I remember thinking it was a really good film when I was a kid. Yeah. I but, liked anything with Richard Pryor. Yeah. yeah. Solid moustache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great yeah. tash. Yeah. From the school of like Daley Thompson, that kind yeah. of level of tash, wasn't yeah. it? Um, it weren't like a kind of. Uh, sort of late 80s uh, soul singer moustache. It weren't pencil-based. No, it wasn't it, pencil, it was, was like, it? It was probably like a black magnum. Yeah. A sort of cat, a slightly caterpillary, wasn't it? It kind of yeah. went, like, went down, yeah. didn't it, sort of to the sides of his mouth. Yeah. Um, Airplane 2 came out. I mean, it didn't because it's on movie phone. But... He did. Well... I've got a really bad feeling that you're going to look up films in January and they're going to be all of these. Yeah. Uh, right, but a film come out that I've never seen that I want to see. What? Party Party. What's Party Party? It's like a British film uh, and it's uh, it's meant to be of a classic. It's got uh, Nick Berry. Hang on, let me pull up the cast. It's a proper fucking cast. What, Berry from EastEnders? Wixie. Yeah. Uh, original Wixie. Original Wicks. Was there, there were another Wixie, was there? Yeah, David Wicks. Yeah, but he weren't Simon Wicks, was he? Wish I could be like David, David Wicks. Wicks. <laughs> 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 uh, he was a heart for a Wixie, wasn't he? Yeah, what, the original yeah, Wixie. Lose a he had a parting, didn't he? Yeah. He could have been on top of the pops with fucking Oddle and Waddle, couldn't he? With Easy. That? Yeah. Wixie made love. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. David Wicks didn't. Nah. David Wicks would have you over Pete's fucking vegetable stall. Yeah, and pop it in your pupper. Where's my films? Here we go. So, Party Party. It looks. It just. It was one of them ones from the video shop. You must know it. I don't know. I, I didn't know Wixie had done anything before EastEnders. But I didn't know Wixie was in it. I knew the bloke. Like, know that episode of. Uh, Fools and Horses, uh, where Rodney's in a band. Oh, I mean, I vaguely remember. And it's the uh, and it's the singer in the band. He's like a British actor that was in loads of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, hang on. So Cole Howman. Yeah, Jack. Jack Brushstrokes. Yeah. Caroline Quintin, Daniel Peacock, Gary Olson. That was his name. Gary uh, Olson. Yeah. And and Nick Berry, and I think Elvis Costello done the sound the song "Party Party." Who's Gary Olson? The one in the middle. 
Right. And see, the eyesight's too shit. Uh, and I don't think fucking hell that looks well good. Uh, but that come out, and I was hoping you was going to say you'd seen it, but you ain't. No, I mean, see, we should watch it. All right. Have a little cuddle on that. Jacko had pubes. He did, didn't he? Yeah, he was a fella, Jacko, wasn't he? Yeah. Did you like brush strokes? Uh, I, I seem to remember quite liking it at the time, but... Looking back, I don't know if I'd I like it, it was now. Terrible. I remember thinking it was like he was a, he was like he was a cheeky chap, wasn't he, Jacko? He was like he was just a jobbing painter and decorator, wasn't he? And but the he boss, the boss of the firm, was that slapped bloke, wasn't he? And and his wife with the big shoulder pads. Yeah. And then he ended up in that fucking thing with Denise Van Outen, and what was that? Jacko did. It was fucking awful. I, I watched the first. It was, was it Samantha Jane as Denise Van Outen and someone else? Oh, that called? sounds bad. Oh, I can't remember what it was fucking called. It was like he was in. Was he in a flat with all three of them or something? And I remember turning it on and seeing uh, Denise Van Outen go, "Oh bollocks, you bastard!" And she's going off. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't very good, Denise Van Outen, is she? Oh, she was quite tidy though when Jamiroquai well, was. I never fancied Denise Van Atten. She's yeah. from around here, isn't she? From Basildon, isn't she? Yeah. Hmm. What if Antonio had a go? Probably. He would have had a digit in there. Yeah, that's the nearest we're ever going to get, sniffing Antonio's digits. <laughs> 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 I always question her moral integrity because she went out with that fucking cunt Jamiroquai for that amount of time. He's the biggest cunt. Do you know what? He's in my top five cunts. Gary uh, Mansfield was yeah. telling me the other day that um, when you when you need to just... Uh, I watch it. I yes. know what you're going to say. <laughs> uh, once, when you I reckon once, up. once a month, if I'm feeling fucking rubbish, I will watch that video of that paparazzi nutting him and breaking his <laughs> nose. It gives me such joy because he's such a cunt. He's oh, a- you would say that, wouldn't you? You're giving it the bigger now, aren't you, mate? Bosh! <laughs> Then he's he's got that moment of like, what'd you do that for? Yeah. And then he's got someone hold me back. And then like that other fella's just like, oh, fuck off. Oh, I hate him. Yeah. He's got little man syndrome, he has. But if there's any fans of Jamiroquai out there, you know, sorry about Roy's angry tirade. That's, yeah. This is the reason why Billy fucking stopped the sponsorship. If Jamiroquai's got a new great hits at and wants to sponsor it, <laughs> <laughs> JK, tweet in. Um, we're walking in the air. Come out. Did it? Yeah. What, on TV? Snowman. It wasn't a cinema film, that was it, to start off, wasn't it, on the, on the TV? Probably. It's a film, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Do you like TV it? TV film. Um, it's boring. It's boring. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I remember loving the idea of it, and then just thinking, oh, no one spoke. And I was just thinking, oh. No, it's nice. Just a nice story. It's not when the wind blows, is it? <laughs> it's boring. You don't like it. Yeah, walking in it. Yeah, I do. That song's all right. Yeah. The amount of times I mention I like Howard Jones and people say, what, the walking in the air song? I'm like, no. <laughs> no that's Ali Jones. <laughs> Imagine if Howard Jones knew that was the case, that people thought he was Ali Jones. He'd be furious. Yeah. He'd probably bring on Nick Beggs at a fucking Definitely. 80s pop festival and cover it. With a massive fucking chapstick. 
Is that what that's called? I think it is that big fucking wooden. I was thing trying with to remind. I was on. trying to explain it to someone the other day. Was it Chapman's stick? I don't know. Is a chapstick what you put on your lips when it's? Yeah, fucking... that's why I really can't be called a chapstick. <laughs> I remember that. It was just an overcomplicated bass instrument, wasn't it? It's just a, like it's a show-off instrument for someone that went to India to try and find themselves. <laughs> it's exactly. Yeah, it's someone that uh, got bored with slap bass and went, "How can I be a bigger cunt?" Yeah. Uh, fretless? No, I'm a bit more of a cunt than that. <laughs> Five string? No. <laughs> We've <Ooh>. got this. <laughs> right, so the snowman come out. Uh, what was the other one I've got? There's another film that come out. Uh, uh, one of the Pink Panther films. Hmm. Was you a fan of Clouseau? Uh, I suppose I was when I, ki- when I was a kid, but... I don't. I don't remember anything about him other than him just being a bit hapless and that. I just remember like him having his little tear ups with uh, his, his little sidekick that'd hide around the house. Yeah, and then I just remember thinking, "Oh, it's not the cartoon Pink Panther, is it?" It's good the cartoon, isn't it? The cartoon was brilliant, and I was just like, "I just want," and I just want. And the, the actual Pink Panther theme, and now you've met the Pink Panther, the yeah. Winking Panther, fucking brilliant. Yeah, two good tunes, aren't they? Yeah. I know it's got nothing to do with this, but uh, no. I ain't spoke to you about this, but um, I know we both love Happy Days, don't we, in the Fonz? He ain't died, has he? No. Um, but don't I, kill Winkler. No, Not I, just I'm before not, Christmas. Not, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I love Winkler. Yeah. Uh, but I had um, Susie Quattro on off the beaten track the other day. Did you? Yeah. And uh, and as much as I wanted to talk about her illustrious career as being like the first woman to front a rock band and have chart success and all of that, I was just thinking, can we talk about Leva Tuscadero <laughs> and meeting the Fonz? And she was well happy to talk about going on Happy Days. Oh, of course, yeah. I prop- that, she yeah. was in Happy Days. Yeah. She's never done any acting, but like I think it was like the director's. Uh, yeah, was it the the, the, the director's? Like daughter or something, love Susie Quattro yeah. and like, and he see him and was like, oh, she'd be brilliant in this. So just gave her the job of like literally being Lever Tuscadero, Pinky yeah. Tuscadero's sister, <laughs> and like he was in loads of it. And I was like, just fucking hangs out with the Fonz. Yeah. Like, What's she up to now then? Cause she's lived in Chelmsford for the last thirty years. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was she from around here anyway? Then no, she's from Detroit. What's she living in Chelmsford for? Met some fella. It's really boring, Chelmsford. Well boring. Can you remember, and do you still get it, if it says this film may contain scenes of violence? Yeah. It's <laughs> good that, isn't it? No, I'll look out for that. Yeah, violence, foul language. Nudity. Yeah, all those things. What was the first film you see that you remember seeing tits in? Um... I'll tell you exactly what film it was, but I, can't, I don't fucking, fucking remember the name. <laughs> every Saturday night, my mum and dad would get um, would get a film out, like, and it was usually a fucking video nasty. This is where we've fucking gone. This podcast. <laughs> no, this this podcast started off. I, I looked at I looked at the little description on on iTunes the other day, and it said, you know, like basically, it makes it sound like fucking the the theme tune of Tom Sawyer. Time Little looking back on back the days of a slow, yeah. monumental moments. Yeah, of, when uh, living came easy and neighbours were friends. Um, talk about beefy's cock. Yeah. 
It is it's all celebrity cocks. So, oh, I think that might be why Billy's fucking Billy's ditched us. He... Oh, it's just nothing but cock. <laughs> Didn't sign up for that. I don't want to be tattooing them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't. I, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a it was a fifteen. I remember seeing that on the box, and I must. I mean, I must have been like about ten. <laughs> I mean that was gold dust wasn't yeah it? and there was like a scene it was in like a, you know like an American bar and uh, in there there's always a woman dancing with her tits out yeah yeah I reckon mine would have definitely have been light it was dark and the light was quite red I reckon because my dad had always watched she was about a 34C <laughs> a- <laughs> my old man had always watched uh, Death Wish films or Dirty Harry films was and your like, first tits you saw in a rape scene? No, they would have definitely have been like startled tits. Like, no, oh, yeah. like just yeah. boot a door open. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, like up on, on her knees on the bed, like 80s tits right. everywhere. Like that would have been my first set of tits, I think. That's good. I mean, it don't bode well, does it, if your first set of tits is rape tits? Upstairs, downstairs? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> For new listeners, uh, Upstairs Downstairs is a game. I like this idea there might be some new listeners rather than the same 10 cunts there's been for the last two and a half years. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so this game is based around um, bald celebrities um, from the, the decade of the 80s. Um, and I want to know that if they're bald upstairs, what's going on downstairs? Okay, come. Uh, Danny DeVito. What are the two? What are the two things I have to say? So he's smooth, bald upstairs. Smooth, so so smooth is smooth as an eel, or no, no, no. That that was uh, that was a different game. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, was that uh, <laughs> Harry Biff or, or Smooth Biff or Robert Smith? Oh, was that it was a different game? This is upstairs, downstairs. So you just need to let me know. Like, are they they're bald upstairs? Are they bald below? What's going on down below? Pint, oh, pint-sized comedian Danny DeVito. No, see, I, I would imagine downstairs he would look much like upstairs. There'd be like a bold ring around the base of his shaft and then like a ring of hair around it. His cock would be quite short. I'm not saying a micropenis, but if it wasn't if it wasn't for that bold ring about it, you'd only be able to see the tip. Sure, sure. And I'd say his bollocks are quite small and they haven't dropped. I'd like to point out for listeners that might not be familiar with Danny DeVito, uh, he's a grown man. <clears throat> we do not... Can I say one thing about this podcast is we do not describe little boys' cocks. No. No, and we won't be starting now. Ming the Merciless. <laughs> I thought you were going to go Gary Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> Ming the Merciless. Yeah. Mm. I'd imagine that he had quite... A long, thin urethra. <laughs> and around, around, around uh, the the base of his shaft and and his nuts, there's hanging down like long, straight hair, like an Afghan hound. Yeah, like his moustache. Yeah, yeah, like for like. Okay. Yeah, like for like. Uh, and last one. Uh, yeah, we- Paul Daniels. See, Paul Daniels didn't have any pubes, but he would wear like a little toupee 
uh, above his cock that he would affix to like a, 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 a child's hairband and he'd put it down like the base of his base of his shaft and he'd have to keep it like around his bollocks to keep it on because otherwise it would just because he's got a very very thin shaft and it would just keep dropping off so he'd have to put it over his bollocks to hold it on <laughs> right good right uh, it's put me on the spot a bit that game really yeah I like it. I like what? the pressure. I've got one more if you it's want good, to. It's good pressure. All right. Seal. He had hair, but it all fell out when his rabbit died. Completely smooth. Nothing. When that bunny got maimed by that fox, the whole lot went. Cock, bollocks, the lot. Nothing. Is he like, smooth all over? Not an air on his body? He's got a few round his arsehole. <laughs> 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 but he can't see him unless he squats over a mirror <laughs> which he does occasionally because that's the only air he can see on his body and he misses it <clears throat> seal ladies and gentlemen uh, music yeah okay uh, oh can I say because it's Christmas yeah um, uh, a film that I think would have been very very prominent in my in my uh, 1982 Christmas was uh the musical Scrooge, which my granddad would watch every single fucking year. You know, one it's got um, Albert Finney as Scrooge, Alec Guinness as Jacob Marley. You know the musical? Thank you yeah. very much. Thank you very much. Got Anton Rogers, Roy Kinnear. It's like a proper, yeah, proper musical. Is it as good as the Muppets Christmas Carol? Right, see... I saw it a long while before the Muppets Christmas Carol. So when I saw the Muppets Christmas Carol... I think the songs are better in Scrooge. We're Marley and Marley. Oh, Muppet's yeah. Christmas Carol. No, it's good. it's good Muppet's Christmas Carol, but because I saw that one, that was the original. Thank you very much. Got like It got nominated for, like I don't know, like a fucking like Academy Award or something for Best Musical Song. Has it got any Muppets in it? Um, I'm sure there's like one or two Muppets. Fair you know, like in an East, no, like an East End right. way. Oh, right, like donuts. Yeah. <laughs> It ain't good as the Muppets one, guarantee Well, you're wrong, but... It's quite heartwarming, the Muppets one, isn't it? Brilliant. Got Michael Caine in as well, isn't it? Mm. He's still going, isn't he? He's not dead yet. Why are you saying that? Well, because Angela Lansbury died the other month, and like you can't we go on forever. Her, did we? No, we didn't, no. Murder, she wrote. Uh, <laughs> was that the theme tune of Murder, she wrote? That'd be brilliant if it was, wouldn't it? Murder, she wrote, Jack and Amos and Pliers. It was always it. You used to watch that, didn't you? Yeah, I loved it, Murder She Wrote. She was just a busy old cunt, really, wasn't she? She was Mrs. Pig. She was just the interfering woman, interfering net twitching woman who lived across the road at the shop where we used to hang about. Why don't you fuck off? That's what you'd say to fucking Angela Lansbury if you come knocking on your door, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you're right. Mrs. Pig was on my dad's New Year's Eve telephone hit list. That's a great thing, isn't it? A New Year's Eve telephone <laughs> hit list. At a time of, like, merriment. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in at 2 o'clock in the morning, pissed out of my fucking head, and the get first the thing book. yeah, the first thing that's going to happen in your New Year is I'm going to ring you up and abuse you down the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and he was laughing so much I think all he got out for Mrs Pig was 
Oh dear, I'll listen back to one of our first episodes where we talk about the excitement uh, around one of our mums and dads being out and being able to muck about with a phone. Yeah. All right. You didn't have a fucking mobile. If we, imagine if we had mobiles back then, how much fucking... We'd have been in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about what a fucking terrible idea the phone book was. Yeah, just going through and finding someone with a name Duck or Leaking and... <laughs> <laughs> right, music. Yep. Uh, what you got? The nineteenth, which is the Christmas chart. Oh no, I went the week before. Well, why wouldn't you go for the Christmas chart? Okay, okay. we do that. What's what's number one on your one? Beat Surrender. Uh, no, it's just lost that to uh, uh, Renan Renata. Oh, I've got Renan Renata as number one as well. Save your love, my darling. Save your love. I mean, the magic was dispelled, wasn't it, in the last episode when we found out he was just a fucking bloke from Preston and his missus that had been doing the circuit for a couple of years. Yeah. <clears throat> one's croaked. The other one's still going. They were from Birmingham. Next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beat Surrender's at number two. Do you like Beat Surrender by the jam? I like Beat Surrender. I do. I, urgent. I do like It's urgent, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You can hear a bit of style council starting to come in yeah. there, can't you? Yeah. That wasn't the last one. Was it the last one or was Bitter is Pill the last one? I, th- I thought Beat Surrender was the last one, but I'm not sure. Not sure either. Uh, time Clock of the Art by Culture Club is at number three. How's that go? Give me time. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like, where is <laughs> Because uh, time don't give me time. You're putting the face because you don't like. No, uh, I don't like. Club, I, do you? No, when I hear their songs, that's that face. It makes me pull because I just don't really like, think any of them are any good. It's not that good, is it? That yeah. one. It's all right. Uh, Our house is up from number twelve to number five. Yes, madness. I'd yes. have been rooting for that. That's what I used to do. Is like the madness. I'd like write down the position it was each week and just root for them to go higher. It was madness. Why did you write it down? Just so you remember what it was, because I was a fucking sad little nerd. <laughs> and I loved madness so much. Good our ass. It's good our ass, isn't it? I've, like, it's one of them ones that I've heard much too much, but I, I do think it might be the best thing they've done. I think you might be right. Like, on the balance of things, when you actually, you know, standing back in the cold light of day, you know, looking at it with fresh eyes, it might be the best thing they've done. I agree. Uh... <clears throat> What else have we got? Apart from all the other ones. Which are all brilliant. Apart from uh, One Better Day, according to you, the other month. So, what's I'm glad what to see you've got- moved on past that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, just relish them fucking moments when you're wrong. Uh, I'll tell you what I've got at number 10. What you got? Uh, Come, he told me, peace on earth. Of course, I, I, I do think sometimes you just think, what was David Bowie doing? It's weird, that, isn't it? Because yeah, like, when you it? see the video, like Bing Crosby looks like he don't know who David Bowie is, and yeah, he just and looks like a bit of a fucking confused old boy. And David Bowie looks like he's not mucking about. And David Bowie looks really fucking cool, but he's just like, he looks like he's just turned up at a retirement home just to fucking wave and yeah. like, have a mince pie, <laughs> yeah. but he's been roped into fucking having a sing-song with Grandad. And it's like... Should have just done Danny Boy or something like that, and it's weird, isn't it? Like, so how, how the fucking hell does <clears throat> that happen in the first place? 
did you I've no absolutely no idea. Like it's a bizarre combination of artists. Yeah, I mean, like, what's what's David Bowie? I mean, it, it, you know, he's a big hit, isn't it? So that's probably why they why they did it. But he's fucking weird, isn't it? I've never seen it on a David Bowie best of compilation. No, and and this is in between like Ashes to Ashes and Let's Dance, isn't it? Yeah. Weird, fucking weird. I used to really like singing Little Drummer Boy when I was at school. <laughs> Parappa pum pum's a really yeah, good thing to it, do, is, isn't it? it? Yeah. It feels good when you pum pum. It's lots of them nonsensical things in songs like Barba ba Barba Dang 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 Barba 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 Diggy Diggy Dang Dang Blue Moon Blue Moon Blue Moon Blue Blue Blue. Like just really fucking satisfying. Our good Blue Moon. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Fucking Ricky Atten made a comeback like a couple of weeks ago, and he like he's a Man City fan, and he used to always come out to Blue Moon. Yeah, and like when he was like obviously when he was like. It was only a lot of fucking. They were a proper fighters. In it was like, what do they call it? Uh, test, not a testimony. A lot of fucking whatever you call it. But, Exhibition. Uh, that's the one. Uh, but when like you'd be like right hyped up, and then like the lights are going, and you bar 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 bar. It was like yes, it comes fucking Ricky, <laughs> a fucking blue moon, and you just instantly just fucking fit American wealth in London. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking love blue moon. They, they got the monopoly on the moon songs, though, didn't they? So oh. all them fucking songs, like the, the um, Van Morrison one, always make me think Tits. of that song now. Yeah. It's a wonderful night. Literally, if I went to you, it's like tits. Yeah. <laughs> like, straight away. That's the first time I saw someone lick someone out. Oh, really? That's what it was called in the 80s, wasn't it? You just went and licked lick, her out. Lick her out. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm sure we've spoke about it on this podcast. I remember this kid at, at senior in the first year at senior school, going um, uh, say, like he said he had a girlfriend, and someone went, "Have you licked her out?" And he went, "Yeah," and they went, "What it tastes of?" And he went, "Piss." <laughs> Weird how things stick with you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fucking brilliant. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Mirror Man by The League. I like The Mirror Man. Do you Ooh. like Mirror Man? Yeah. That's one of my favourite League ones, I think. I think yeah. it could be up there in the top couple of, of League songs. What's the chorus? Here comes the Mirror Man. Is that a man. chorus? Says he's a people fan. Ooh. Here comes the Mirror Man. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. good, isn't it? But it's the, the verse is fucking, yeah, the verse is brilliant as well, yeah. isn't it? Really, it's, that's a really good tune, that is. Pebbles skips across the Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's fucking great, Mirror Man. Uh, what else we got? Oh! It's not that good, is it? We moaned about modern romance the other month. No, they were just having a bit of a laugh. No, they, they weren't, were they? Yeah, just have a bit. Just a bit of fun. It's a good time, guys. Uh, Give them a break, you cunt, right. miserable cunt. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> not, not everything has to be radio, Ed. They're uh, <laughs> <laughs> just having a laugh. Like, <laughs> I, I bet modern romance, like they're obviously fucking fell out because they all fucking hated each other because they were all really fucking wanted to make it because you don't see modern romance at any of them 80s festivals that we go to no you don't do you no I bet they're all I'm going to the shit business one of them um, when I used to go and see Terry Edwards do uh, like Sunday fucking 
jazz on the South Bank. Right. Not uh, the bull trumpeter. No, one, but one of them was uh, one of the trumpeters. John Eacott or something. He was in Terry Edwards' band. Right. It might have been like a big a big Butterfield 8 right. thing. They used to play all these covers on the South Bank on a Sunday and you could just go and sit there and have a beer and watch them play. It was good. I would have watched that. I wouldn't have wanted to go and watch Modern Romance. Yeah. Honourable name for a band, Modern Romance. I hate romance. There was a, what was that? I hate like people who, romance. I, hate, I hate people that fancy their wives. <laughs> <laughs> Really horrible, right? Yeah, we just really love. She's like my best friend. Fuck off. Um, him by Ultravox is at number thirteen. How's him go? Don't know. Uh, did you like any hymns at school? Did you have to sing hymns? Well, like, no, I don't. I, I don't like him. I don't like any hymns really. But I, I do like some Christmas carols. What ones? Um, oh, little town of Bethlehem. Oh, little town. Don't I start crying? That's right up there. We feed the birds tuppence a bag just to fucking. I could actually make myself cry. <laughs> we used to do one that uh, went sing Hosanna, oh, sing <laughs> Hosanna, sing like, Hosanna. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's basically a football chant, yeah, isn't it? And like, but that was it, right? And and so they done a thing at my school. Where, like, if you wanted to be in the school choir. Yeah. And my mum and dad had told me I had a good voice. So I was like, I'll do it. And, like, and so they'd done, like, auditions for the choir mm. at, at, when I was at, like, junior school. <laughs> my mum and dad had told me I had a good voice. It's fucking horrible. That was my X Factor. And, like, and so I've gone in now. And I think there was a song, like, and it was, uh, Would you cross over the road, my friend? Or something like that. And, like, no. It had a fucking big chorus. Cross over the road, my <laughs> friend. Oh, yes. so Lord, his strength to lend. His <laughs> compassion has no end. Cross <laughs> over the road. How do you remember that? Just fucking them, them ones you used to sing at school are stuck in your head forever, well, aren't they? It was that. And I remember like just thinking, right, what I've got to do now is just go for it. <laughs> so I'd I, love to have seen this. I must have just stood there like fucking... Hands like by my side. Just Did anyone turn around? Chest out, just fucking going for it. And they said, like, if we tap you on the shoulder, go in the next room. And I was the first one they tapped on the shoulder. And I remember, like, fucking proper thinking, yeah, boy, <laughs> and going in the room. And then someone come in the room after about 15 minutes and told me and a couple of div kids that we hadn't made it. I thought you'd say the door to the room was just a fire exit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, fucking hell. Like, yeah, didn't even make it in the choir. Think you had it too large? I got carried away. Yeah. I was showing off. You showed them though, didn't you? You fronted a band. Yeah. Yeah. Losers. Uh, oh, uh, uh, there was one that we used to, uh, a, a hymn that we used to sing at um, Little School, and it had a line in it that went, I was cold, I was naked, were you there, were you there? Do you remember that one? No. Uh, Did you sing that with a teacher on your own? Yeah, <laughs> in the nude. It was freezing. But I, I remember whenever that, whenever that line came out, I was cold, I was naked, everyone would look around and go... <laughs> <laughs> it's in the nude. Right. I've just pulled up this website called 12 Classic Songs We Used to Sing in Assembly. Uh, All Things Bright and Beautiful, 
When the night won his spurs. I don't know that one. When the night won his spurs in the storm. Storm, wherever you may be. (laughs) I am the Lord of the dance, said he, and I lead you. That one, I fucking love that. Go tell the mountain. I don't know that one. Give me oil in my lamp. Give me oil in my lamp. Keep me burning. Give me oil in my lamp. I pray. Was that that one? (laughs) Yeah. Oil in my lamp. Keep me burning. (laughs) Keep me burning to the break of day. Hey, hey. That was Sing Hosanna, wasn't it? I don't know, was it? Have we just sang the wrong one to the wrong tune? Probably. Don't matter. I'll cut that out. Uh, if I had a hammer, I've never sung that one. Yeah, what? you know that. If I had a hammer. If I had a hammer, I'd have in the morning. Yeah. My grandfather's cock. My grandfather's cock was too big for his jock, so it dragged 90 yards <laughs> on the floor. Oi, oi! <laughs> We used to sing that in music. We had to sing that grandfather's clock in music class, and someone would always sing my grandfather's cock, and everyone would join in, and we'd all end up stood in the corridor. He's got the whole world in his hands. I used to love that one. I love the little sing song. Yeah. Oh, come by, y'all. Fucking hell. Yeah. Hello, Kumbaya. <laughs> See, the ones that stick are the terrorist chants, aren't yeah. they, basically? Yeah, because you could just belt them out. Hmm. And then I'm glad that I got that tap on the shoulder because I went on to, like, shout songs for a living. <laughs> you definitely did shout songs for a living. And all the ones that could fucking sing Walking in the Air probably got diddled with by a priest. Yeah. You had a lucky escape that yeah. day, unbeknownst to you at the time. You were upset, but unbeknownst at the time. It was like ripping a plaster off. It's a quick pain. Yeah. Whereas, had I been able to foresetto it. Definitely. A life of being diddled. Any songs you want to talk about? No, I think we should leave that on everyone's memory of you and your chubby little head not getting fiddled with. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. In at number 50, uh, In and Out by Willie Hutch. <laughs> In and Out by Willie Hutch. <laughs> what number was that? 50. Uh, what were your favourite words at school? Like, was there a progression? 
like from like uh, Dingle. Like, where where did you go with it? I don't know. I don't. I think it just sort of went naught to sixty, really. Right. Of hearing 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 the cunt word, and then I think once that had happened, that that was the end of it. That was childhood was over. I mean, it was still another sort of eight or nine years till I got pubes. <laughs> I was in this weird limbo. Just this little kid with a tiny little bold cock walking around saying fucking cunt all the time. I remember hearing words like like knob. Yeah. And thinking and like uh and like dick. I don't remember dick at all. Uh <coughs> Why are you a little bit of beer fun there? You all right? I've got a cold coming on. No, you ain't. I've just, you just choked, fucking... choked on some beer foam. You haven't got a cold. You just fucking. No, I've got a cold. Yourself. That's what the coffee. Oh, I've embarrassed myself. I'm not denying that. <laughs> a little cry. <clears throat> I remember like hearing words like plonker as well and just thinking, like, God, that sounds a bit naughty. Is that swearing? <sighs> I, don't, I don't really remember any of them kind of like borderline swearing words, but I remember like. It was like, you know, like one of the fucking kids who gives it the big one at school, yeah. just like this little fucking prick who, who thinks he's really hard and everyone says he's really hard. Uh, there was a flasher in the woods next to the school, like, and, and so the, the school all said, um, don't walk through the woods on your own, always go through with someone else. And I remember walking through the woods with him and him going, come out here, you wanker. Fucking hell. <laughs> and me thinking like, I don't want him to come out. Don't get him to come out, he's <laughs> yeah. in the woods. Like we said before, Woods were a legitimate threat, one man. That's just testament to it. Mm. Uh, I also wanted to mention Orville troubled the charts. It just got in the charts here, I think. <laughs> and all of that. That's your Paul Daniels impression. <laughs> Is it anyone from the 1970s? Anyone from the late 70s, early 80s? Um, Orville's new in at 33 here, but that was going all the way to the top, wasn't it? What a load of shit. Do you think Keith Harris was a nonce? Why would you Why would you have something on your hand to lure kids in? I can't answer that question. Say what you want about Daniels. He was like, he was using magic. Do you think Daniels was just like using magic as a fanny rat to lure in Debbie McGee? What hit me, Debbie? Yeah. Like that's all he wanted. He just wanted some, 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 <laughs> some muff. Whereas Debbie, uh, Debbie McGee had a tidy muff though, didn't she? Oh mate, great. <laughs> dinner off it. <clears throat> when she first got with Daniels, trimmed. Oh yeah, she was one of the first people in the country to trim her bush. I think he used to stick a magic wand up it. <laughs> he always had one to hand, didn't he? I bet he was horrible. I bet he had one up her fanny and one up her pupper like chopsticks. Keith Harris not only had Orville, he had that Cuddles. That's a noncy fucking name for a Come on, come and see Cuddles. There you are, Keith. So, was there any puppets that weren't cunts in the 80s? Sooty. 
Boring cunt. No, sweep, sweep, sweep was a cunt. Annoying cunt. No, sweep was a laugh. Roland Rat. Yay, mate, fiends! Roland Rat was brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah. I'll tell you who weren't brilliant. Oh. Basil Brush. Nah, he's, he's back out this Christmas. Basil. Fuck and off. Basil Brush has teamed up with Blobby. Shut up. I think so, for a Christmas for a Christmas hit. Rubbish. Basil Brush, I remember like the idea of it as a kid, like, yes. Yeah. And then he'd come on and it was boring. That's the thing, like, he'd just be like, boom, boom. And it was like, oh, just bore off. You'd much rather see him dismember someone's rabbit, wouldn't you? It'd be much more true to life. I think so. However, <laughs> you're right, because Sooty would be like, and like, and he wouldn't even say anything. He'd just be fanning around with fucking... No, he just whispered it in Matthew's ear, didn't he? He whispered it in Matthew's ear whilst he had fucking... Daniel's fucking... Fucking... Just <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Just fucking... <laughs> Magic wand fucking dipped in fucking... Debbie's fucking bifter, like tapping that everywhere, just doing fucking spells that didn't do anything. And you had fucking Sweep, who was fundamentally just boring. But you're right, at least fucking. No, he was a laugh. Sweep. Tell me something he'd done that made you laugh. That's just that noise. Sweep was pure punk rock. He was. Sweep was basically like Sooty. Sooty was like Rick Wakeman and Yes. Yeah. And then Sweep came along and he was like the Pistols. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Sweep, like just sweeping out the old guard of puppets. But there was something fucking anarchic about Yeah <laughs> What now? <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna do rolling around, you gotta fucking Yeah Rat Feeds <laughs> You have to really go for it, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen your map so wide. You can't do rolling rat in half measures. Yeah Rat Feeds <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to recall that. I want to have my ring You're not giving some old lady an heart attack in the bank. <clears throat> oh, how good was Roland Rat? Yeah, he was when good, that wasn't he? When out and it was like him and Kevin the gerbil and yeah. Rory Amster, it was fucking brilliant, wasn't it? <laughs> they all done a spin off record, though, didn't they? What, did Kevin the Gerbil do one? No, oh, I mean, Belisle. Yeah. Yeah. Rabbit was the number one. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, it was a lot of this. I mean, I don't... I, I, I'm so fucking out of touch with what's going on nowadays, but there was a lot of novelty records, weren't there, in yeah. the 80s? Yeah, bucket loads. You think fucking Spitting Image had a number one, Rat Rapping had a number one, did Morris Minor and the Majors get a number one? They did, didn't they? Start a rap going number one? I think so. Fuck knows. But yeah, there was a lot of drivel getting spin-off records going to number one. Like fucking Blobby, you mentioned a minute ago. Yeah. Load of shit. Well, fucking Orville. Like. Yeah. Shut up your face and fucking Rene and Renata. <laughs> They're all novelty shit. Yeah, but Rene and Renata ain't, is it? It's just like it's just a weird fucking record from a from a different time. Oh, it's proper holiday camp, isn't it? Yeah. Want a little game? Yeah, go on him. Uh, so, uh, inspired uh, a few months ago by uh, the Pinkies' uh, hit Danger Games, uh, I like to have a game called Yiggy Game uh, or Danger Games. Uh, right, so I'm going to ask Hunt some games uh, to play. Uh, and this one's all based around soap stars uh, oh, from the 80s. Nice. Uh, so, tell me if you think this will be a game 
or a danger game? Off Grand Touch with Curly Watts. Off Grand Touch with Curly Watts. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Musical Chairs with Wixie from EastEnders. Okay. <laughs> uh, playing Army with Grant Mitchell. It'd be a laugh, wouldn't it? It sounds like I mean a high level game, but yeah, it'd be great. Right. Good game. Uh a strip and burger with Len Fairclough. Danger game. <laughs> Literally swim burger. Swim and burger bun. Television? Yeah. <clears throat> Hold on, are we done with it? Are we done with the charts? What you got? I um, was Keith Harrison once. <laughs> <laughs> you literally made a note. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, fuck. Um, I, I went, and, went and looked up on. Um, so there was a couple here that I'd never. Cliff Richard, Little Town. No. Why is he sniffing around a little town? Well, it might be an outsider, just go and find somewhere new and have a little look about. Yeah. BBC send some helicopters in and check what he's up to. Um, number uh, number nine. <laughs> Give Cliff a sniff. Dot com. <laughs> he's got a fucking ab- he's got an album of Christmas songs out, Dusty Old Cunt, and he? have you seen oh, yeah. the advert for it? It makes me want to throw up. Um, um, number nine. Number nineteen was. Why ain't he got a bird? <laughs> Why ain't he doing bird? <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Yeah, but the thing is, like you know, no one, no one minds if he's got a boyfriend. Like, I do. No kind, one minds. I do. I do kind of get it that he's old school, and it probably you know it. it you know, it's just loads of old birds who some of them wouldn't. Some of them wouldn't. Be all, all right with it, but Elton John does all right. Yeah, exactly. Just want people to be happy, don't you? I just want him to be happy, you know, or find <coughs> out whether he's a nonce. <laughs> um, well, at, at number nineteen, uh, at number nineteen was "Sing Along a Santa." Do you know anything about that? Was it Max Bygraves? No, it's no, it's fucking. It's basically like you know, like Chas and Dave's stars on Forty Five Pints yeah. or whatever it was called. Um. It's that, but it's just like all Christmas songs. Like it's dog, it's utter fucking dog shit. It wouldn't have happened at any time apart from the late seventies and early eighties. Just like this weird stars on forty five of Christmas songs by a load of pub pub rock musicians. It's a weird fucking. You have to go and have a look at it. Well, I don't want to have a look at it. And then the other one I see in the charts that I didn't know was it was called Catch Up Catch Up Payer. You heard of that? No. Catch Up Payer. Right, and do you know what? I saw the name of it, and I thought, I don't know what that is. And then that little fucking catch-up-pire. Stop saying that. Catch-up-pire. It's really horrible with the way you're looking when you say it. Catch-up-pire. I just started to think, I wonder whether it's that, you know that pan pipe song? 
And I went and looked, and it was really. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. Like there's like the mysticism of it must have just like. And um, it looked like just a load of white blokes uh, with like a couple of uh, indigenous South American people, okay. you know, thrown in for good measure, right? Um, all playing these pan pipes and mucking about. So I had a little Google about them, and one of them. Busy week. <laughs> no, just you know, like you go down a little rabbit hole. But yeah. one of them, a bloke called Simon Rogers, left then joined the fall. And then co-produced the Lightning Seeds album, Sense, Jollification, Dizzy Heights, and Tilt, and co-produced Three Lions. I can't believe that sentence didn't end up with and then raped a woman in a caravan in fucking Cleefords. Oh, no. Do you, do you want to know what happened? Please. Yeah, he fiddled with six kids doing bird. <laughs> <coughs> Simon Rogers, if you're listening, I was only joking, just trying to... Find a punchline at the end of that sensible <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Where was you got music? No, that's it. It finishes with was Keith Harris a nonce. Um, I got an event, a sporting event. Paolo Rossi won the Ballon d'Or. Well, why are we talking about sport? It's TV. Oh, sorry. That's the only. Have you got some sport then? Well, yeah, but it's after. It comes after TV. Oh, all right. Would you want to do sport now? No, I ain't got any TV. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so I pulled up some TV listings. Grange Hill was on, right? So I've gone December the twentieth. Yep. I like it's getting to that point where it's like you've had a look through the TV and radio times. Christmas is coming. You're starting to get some good shit. Yep. Grange Hill was up there, wasn't it? With some of the greatest television ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. On this episode, I think this is kind of telling the gripper. He was a cunt gripper, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a massive cunt. It was scary gripper steps and money. Yeah. Can you remember, was there a bully at your school? I don't know, really. <clears throat> like, no, it was just like a few cunts. But I don't remember anyone like having a campaign of bullying. Like, not like gripper steps <clears throat> and who, who, who everyone would fucking avoid or. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like, you know, just a couple of cunts who, who you'd have a fucking disagreement with or yeah. something. But yeah, that was it, really. I remember there was like. <clears throat> A few blokes at like my secondary school, the ones that had pubes when they were twelve, yeah, like that at fifteen had like come to school on a motorbike, <laughs> like and they're definitely fingered people, yeah, and like and I remember like there was a couple of them that I thought fucking you know, I wouldn't want to mess with them because they'd like you, they're, no you don't want them to <clears> catch you sniffing their gloves no like because they're they've matured into men yeah and I was still just a fucking tubby short ass with a fucking micro penis and like. <laughs> <clears throat> And I do, I do remember thinking, like, they were, like, they'd smoked as well. Mm. Like, they definitely, like, they'd have 10 BNH in their back pocket. I'd imagine, like, oh, you always used to think they'd be smoking with one hand, just, like, fingering some bird slip with the other the other hand, like, while smoking. It's hard, though. It's like fucking patting your head and rub, rubbing your stomach. It's two, yeah, but, but two different motions. I don't think so. Not for people like that. People like that were, like... Oh, you just go, yeah, in, out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's just getting the system in place. And I do think that people like that, when when you're blessed with pubes at 12, yeah. God's looking down on you and he's shined a light upon you to, to, to go and succeed. I don't think, it, you know, it's like careful what you wish for, though. 
Really? Yeah, if you get pubes too early, like... Where does that go wrong? Well, just like, you've just done everything, haven't you? That's what happened to James Dean. He had... <laughs> <laughs> Go on, carry on. Yeah, well, I read it on Wikipedia. He had pubes when he was eight. Jesus. Licked out his first burp when he was nine. She was 11, so it was all right. So he said it tasted of piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you've done the full fucking business by the time you're 12, and then what else is there to do? Just fucking knock it yeah, on Yeah, crash and burn. Jesus. Yeah. One man and his dog was on. Oh, was it? Remember that? Did he used to fuck his dog, that bloke? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one bloke, his dog, it gets lonely. Thing is... In, a, in, like, in that little fucking stone hut in the middle of the field at night. If you're going to fuck a dog, <laughs> you ain't going to like go and do it in your dining room whilst like the missus and kids are about, are you? Oh, no. You're out in the fucking... In the, if you, know, you was going to fuck a dog, would you do it over a field? <laughs> You'd be that bloke that the train went past and people all filmed it on their cameras. <laughs> like that fella and the goat. <laughs> was he fucking a goat or a dog? No, I think it was a goat because Mr. B, the gentleman rhymer, had a song called You Can't Rape a Goat These Days. <laughs> Can't rape a goat these days. It'll end up on your Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. It was like because we had the bloke that that fucked a sheep when they held yeah. the air gun to his head and yeah. made him fuck a sheep. But like, if you're willingly going to a field and you're going to have it off with an animal, you wouldn't do it near a train line, would you? I think you're right. I think with one man and his dog, one man on a lonely. It was like he yeah. was just like one man in a lonely field with his dog. <laughs> He's had a little look about. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dretton, he's and got like, a special whistle, like, and it kind of like pours at his fly and takes his cock out. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's giving it little treats, and he every time it does something. imagine they're quite lonely men shepherds yeah and i just think bad maybe thing. they're just having a little look over each shoulder bad no, things happen when blokes get lonely no one's about little bit of pedigree tum on the helmet no one's gonna know it's <laughs> <laughs> horrible your folks <laughs> um you're scared of dogs aren't you hmm? you must be scared of dogs i'm scared of dogs I've never seen you like. I've never. You, I don't know. You just. Why ain't you had a dog then? I've had a dog. No, you ain't. Yeah, I have. You've never had a dog. Yeah. <laughs> when did you have a dog? You just don't remember it. It was one of them dogs, you know, like. <laughs> Let uh, him out the ass, and he's just gone out all day. No, he's just. <laughs> no, he's just like it was. He had no redeeming features, so like he was always there, but you just don't remember him. Oh, you had a nondescript dog. Yeah, he's just really nondescript. No. Don't remember what breed he was. Like he made no impression on me. You ever been bit by a dog? All the time. What yeah. by that dog? All sorts of dogs. No, not him. He just wouldn't have bothered. Like 
can't remember what he looked like. Um, <laughs> have you been bit by a dog? Yeah, all the time. Never? Yeah, uh, no. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I've been bit by a dog. Have you been bit by a dog? Once, yeah. Over black shots when I was like really young. <clears throat> oh, really? Where, where did it bite you? What, what was the circumstances surrounding it? So I was, my dad had took me to black shots. And I was over there, and he met one of his mates from the docks that was walking his dog yeah. over there. And his dog was like a kind of sort of border collie thing, but it had like these like black dog with like little white eyebrows. And then when it looked down, I thought it had white eyes. And it come running towards me, and I shit myself, and I run because I just thought it was like some sort of devil dog. Cujo. And, yeah, exactly. And like, and as I run, I remember like when it caught up me, I sort of like sort of slapped it away, and it bit me hand. Did you throw the first punch? I think so. But then, like, it just, like, it probably didn't bite me out very hard. It was probably just playing. But I remember, like, screaming. Did it bleed or anything? No. But I remember screaming. And, like, and, like this bloke, like, had a massive go at his dog. And my dad just sort of took me home. And I just dined out on it for the rest of the day. Do you reckon you scream more than when you flicked that snow spray in my eye? You, I didn't scream as much as you screamed that day. Oh, didn't you? Nah. But even when bitten by a dog? No, nah, I didn't go for a setto. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, got bit by a dog when I was doing my paper round. So I'd have been like... Um, 18? I was still doing it when I was... <laughs> when I was 17. But my nan and granddad used to do like half of it while I was at school. Why are you making pensioners do your fucking work? It got them out of the house, didn't it? Because they were both retired. Shot. What's wrong with you? Well, it's not Do a sweat paper shot, around it? your lazy cunt. <laughs> I was a lazy cunt. <laughs> yeah, I, I was on... So I was doing my paper round. And uh, it was down Parkside. And uh, I've seen this little Jack Russell. And uh, as I've gone through the gate, he's sort of disappeared around the back. And uh, then as I'm putting the paper through the letterbox... He's just appeared from nowhere and just nipped me on the ear. And I've gone like, ah! Like, and the woman's looked out the window and gone, what? I'm like, your dog just bit me. And she went, no, he doesn't bite. And I'm like, he just bit me. And so I didn't I didn't deliver her a paper uh, the next week because her dog had bitten me and she put in a complaint about me. How far do you reckon now you could boot a Jack Russell? Further than Juddy booted that concrete tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I mean, now, I'll just, uh, I, I would probably just, I'll, I'll just lever it over next door. Hmm. <laughs> you know, because I don't advocate cruelty to animals, but if, if a dog's a cunt like that, you probably are, like, within your rights. That's a lesson learned. Yeah. Did you ever play, um, was you there when we um, played uh, dog shit golf over black shots? No. <laughs> What, just sure? it, just it in dog shit with club, with golf clubs or sticks. I remember Dean Good being there, and definitely bollocks, and I think Castle. <laughs> dog shit golf, and we got a load of cardboard boxes and made like sort of like little outfits, and we just put these boxes on, so we were like quite covered, and then just got sh- someone's golf clubs and just whacked it, dog it shit, shit at each, each other. other. <laughs> How has that not been on TV? I don't know. I can't ever recall Dickie Davis talking about it in the 80s. No, it sounds like so. Have you Banzai? I don't know. Uh, I've got a game. Yeah? Uh, one in the pink or one in the stink. Okie doke. So they're going front bum, back bum. Front bum or back bum. Okay. Ready? 
Sid Leo. Sid Leo. Little by name, little by nature. I think you don't get a name like Sid Little without your cock being quite little. So therefore, if he went in the front, he probably wouldn't get any purchase at all. So he's going up the arsehole. Bobby Ball. Bobby Ball. He's an arsehole man all day long. You can just tell, can't you? He's got it in his eyes. He's flicking tell. the pant elastic, yeah. pulled it on one side, whoop, up the arsehole. Yeah, and handful of spit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Ted Roger? Three, two, one in the pink. <laughs> he used to do that little thing as well, like didn't they? Like <laughs> one up the fanny, two up the arsehole. Oh, two in the fanny, one up the arsehole. Oh. <clears throat> uh, and lastly, uh, Gary Wilmot. Wilmot's a muff man. Oh, is he? Yeah, because I, I, I appeared, didn't, didn't I, on stage with him at the Thameside Theatre. Right. I told you this, he had a yeah. month, but he was probably too pissed to remember. And I remember, like, afterwards, like, we got shown backstage and that to meet Steve Jones and walked past Wilmot's dressing room and he's just got this bird and, like, she's got her legs akimbo and he's just munching on her muff and that. <laughs> and then, like, and we're just this group of kids who like, weren't quite sure what was going on. She had a big yeah. 80s bush because it was the 80s. Yeah. And then he's just stood up and... I'm not kidding. Did he, he know you were there? Oh, no, know. he just he hadn't realised we were there. He had the biggest cock I've ever seen. It was like a tube of Pringles with a fist on the end. It was enormous, and he's just started like he's just started like edging it into what her. the front or the back? Front, right? Front, yeah. You wouldn't have got that up an arsehole. God no. <laughs> and um, like all of a sudden, he sort of looked around and seen us there and go, "Oh, shut that door, someone." Didn't care. No. So brazen. Doesn't surprise me, Wilmot. Uh, so we're going but he to... looked like he was really enjoying himself. Fair like play. He had that look. That look. He, he, he just, he's just come off stage. He's probably on a bit of a buzz. Yeah. He put in a good night shift. Yeah. Enjoy your afters, mate. <laughs> right. <laughs> and also the name Wilmot. <laughs> <laughs> Wilmot won't ask. Unless it's Wilmot Brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you keep mentioning Wilmot Brown all the time you're obsessed with him like the rapiest bloke in soap and you have to keep bringing him up is he the rapiest bloke in soap I don't watch soaps no nor do I really but he's the rapiest bloke I know of in soap same same uh, right where are we at I've got <coughs> some I've got some Christmas toys here from 1982 oh go on do you want to do that now yeah definitely is this a game or just a chat? No, it's just a just little chat. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Casio, that is the Casio VL tone. Oh, that's from a case catalogue, that as well. I think, this is, I think this is the Argos catalogue. How good was that, looking at all simps in the catalogue? Yeah, as a it's brilliant, kid. isn't it? It wasn't so brilliant when your mate got one and fucking posted it through your door because you'd thrown him out your house with the fucking demo on. How much was that? 30 quid, the PT one? Yeah, I think so. Antonio had that one, but I, I said before, didn't I? I had the black one with the keys. Yeah, right. That's that's what I remember. I've obviously misremembered it, but that's what I remember you having and no. posting through through no, the door. I never had that one. That fucking demo. <coughs> that demo. Like, who wrote that song? A cunt. A busy yeah, cunt. Busy cunt. Billy, 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 Billy,
just fucking goes round and round, never ends. That's that's my hell. Yeah, it's just to be chained up somewhere with someone sticking stuff down my urethra and that song playing. Your and your cheeky little leg keep looking through the window. Oh dear, what a fucking irritating cunt I was. Yeah, what else you got? Oh, this, this was all the games that was in there. Yahtzee. You ever played that? Yahtzee? Yeah. Yeah, you're just throwing dice and you got yeah. to get some numbers. Love that. Did you have Yahtzee? No, but like, my mum and dad had it. Yeah. And I remember like thinking it was a boring game and then playing it and really liking good, it. Good game. Good <laughs> game. Uh, sim- Did you ever have Simple Simon? No, I wanted that. Yeah, I wanted that. Never had it. Nah. Uh, Twister. Did you ever have Twister? No, it's probably for the best. I only would have got a stiffy. <laughs> uh, d- did you have Downfall? No, I wanted that as well. Sid had that. I-, I had Downfall. That was quite good. You had to twist, you put the little counters in and yeah. twist them around, didn't you? Dom- Domino Rally. Did you have that? My name got me Domino Rally. You sport cunt. It was five ninety nine. No, no one had Domino Rally. You had Domino Rally. It was five ninety nine. I yeah, but five ninety nine in the eighties was like the equivalent of seventy five quid now. But yeah, my name got me Domino Rally. Uh, it was like the—I don't believe it was like the the. There was like a. Do you think it was like a Tilbury Domino Rally? No, it was a proper Domino Rally, and like, and you used to get like tracks, and then you'd like clip the dominoes in, and then you could like, and yeah. like lift it up, and yeah. then it'd all stand up because obviously if you've got fucking. Big old jubbly fingers like me, you'd stand up all your dominoes, and then like <laughs> after about seven, you'd be like, "Oh fuck's sake, I've knocked them over again." Yeah. But like the idea of them just like going around like fucking like loop the loops and that, you yeah, know, it wasn't the case. No, like nah. The advert lie. Yeah, of course it was. The advert looked fucking brilliant. Do you have Etch a Sketch? I did. Yeah. Oh, I had Etch a Sketch. It weren't really fun, was it? Once you draw a couple of square things, that's it. I'll draw a circle. I oh, know you can't really. <laughs> I'll just shake it up and just put it back in my drawer. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Frosty, you spoke about that. Sport kids had that. Your brother had it, didn't he? Yeah. In his fucking jodpers. Have you got... <laughs> making making his homemade slush. Uh, oh, you got, is that the Star Wars page in the Argos catalogue? That's the Star Wars page in the Argos catalogue. I've just seen my note about Technic Lego that you only had Duplo right up until you went to college. <laughs> mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
So what's that? Slave so, one, snow yeah. speeder. Slave one, snow speeder. I, I would probably got. I would have got the snow speeder either last Christmas or this Christmas. I oh, fucking. I've, I've still got the box of that round me. Um, round me mum's up the loft. Like it's just fucking. Re- it makes me really happy to see the little diorama on the box. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon. So would you? When when would you have got that? Would you have got that before nineteen eighty two? I reckon eighty one or eighty two. Yeah. yeah. And oh, then the at never had one of them. Do you know I, I got one off eBay when I had some expendable income towards the end of my touring. I just fucking went divvy with Star Wars figures, and this bloke had an at up for fifty quid, and like in like all, all complete. Yeah, yeah. I mean not the not boxed and that, but it's just <clears throat> yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's all complete. Even had the little fucking figure and that. Did you have one when you was a kid? Nah, no. No, I never no. had any of the big ships. Like I just I had a snow speeder, and then um, like a couple of the little mini rigs. Yeah. Everyone had them. The mini rigs weren't even in the film, were they? It was just something from the imagination yeah. of the people at Palatoy. They were good, though. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what? Like, obviously, we're near Christmas now. And, like, if, like, the kids or, like, you know, anyone says to me, like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? I'd say, oh, I don't really need anything. I'm all right. Save your money. But I just want to go Star Wars stuff. <laughs> Can you get me some Star Wars toys? Because I honestly think you could probably get me, like, a nice bottle of whiskey or some fucking clothes or whatever. If I come down on Christmas Day with a load of big boxes in wrapping paper and I've done it and there's Star Wars toys in, I don't think I could be any happier. Nah. No, I think that is the fucking pinnacle, and it? It's like just a load of fucking Star Wars stuff. What else you got? Is that a dusty bin? That's a fucking... <laughs> this shows it's 1982. There's a Rupert Bear, Danger Mouse... A, a fucking sort of fluffy, dusty bin that's almost as big as the, the girl on that's there. That's what my brother had a wee in. What, that actual one? Yeah. Was, so was that yours and your brother pissed in it? Yeah. Or was it... Wasn't it no, your brother's it, it and you pissed down. in it? No, no, it got passed down. It was his because I remember getting up in the morning and all Bill's cars were in the bath in water. And I was like, why are all Bill's cars in the water? And it was like, oh, he got up and had a wee in, in his dusty bin that was full of all of his toy cars <laughs> in the middle of the night. Merry Christmas, Bill. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Allville the Dark. You could get your own Allville the Dark. Oh, rubbish. What's all that shit next to it? Don't know, like a fucking drill and pallet. It's all pallet toy stuff. Like, I don't know, like a fucking drill. And... That looks like a, a pretend fucking Polaroid. How good was a catalogue when you was a kid? Oh, it was fucking great. Just going wasn't it, through right? looking at all yeah. the shit you wanted for Christmas. Yeah, and, and weren't going to get. <laughs> but but that's that's the fucking difference, isn't it? Is between then and now. He's like, there was, you know, you would ask for. I remember asking for like a fucking Batman action man, and I'd seen it on the TV. Never, never just never ever got it. I remember like looking at like my mum used to get the K's catalogue. and I'd like just devour it like every day, like the toy section. And like, and it had like you'd look in it, and it was like something like eighty p a week. Yeah, and I remember just thinking that's fuck all. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously I hadn't done the maths. It was like just shy of four quid a month, and that was a lot of money back yeah. then. But I remember just thinking eighty p a week. Yeah, just like, cut someone else's hair. Yeah, get me that. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> get me that Hoff base. I really <laughs> want it. You had that, didn't you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I don't think I had any of the bases or anything. You had the Action Force base, you spoiled Oh, I had them. the fucking Action Force base, but I, I had pubes when I got the Action Force you were base. You too old for that I one, don't yeah. think... Yeah, I've, I think I was... That would have been 
next next Christmas, I think. I think that came out Christmas 83, so I think I was 11 when I got that. But, you know, you just see it on telly and you really want it. It looked really good, didn't it's it? It's brilliant, and it's still fucking... I've still got it, like, box and fucking everything. And, and with the figures, Gaucho and Jammer. Great that is that. That's like... But, you know, it was that fucking price. I'll just set it up. I remember when we was at college and we go back to yours and it was all set up in your room. When like, we was at college. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, probably, had, it probably was. You had it like under like a table, didn't you? Set up. Yeah. Like in your bedroom. And I remember just thinking, fucking hell, he's got the fucking action force base. It was, but you know, I was far too old to have it. Yeah. It was great though. Yeah. I remember making an, an Ewok hut. Out of a, an old bit that. of drain pipe. I remember that. That my old man had like got left over from a job and just cutting it out with like a little saw, cutting out a little doorway and then making the roof out of plasticine. Oh, it, it did look really good. And like, and it, I was proper jealous, but I remember like, I asked you to drop me home that night and it was in your motor and I was just like... <laughs> 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 right. Um, what else so, you got? So this, this was one of the other games that uh, I got around this time. Right. Was, do you remember the game Mastermind? Yeah, of course, yeah. With I, the little fucking pegs. I never played it, but I remember it just looked really boring. And, like, the, the box had a load of old grey cunts on it. No, there was there was a kind of tasty oriental woman on the box as well. Right. Um, so this game Mastermind, you had like four or five coloured pegs, didn't you? Yeah. And the, the your opponent had to guess them pegs, and they had so many kind of goes at it to guess the combination of pegs, and you'd have to tell them how many they got right, and then they'd change it, and, and it would go like that. Boring. Is that your game? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to get five. No. So, in the in the spirit of Mastermind, this right. game is called I've Started So I'll Finish. Okay. Right. So, we've got five eighty celebrities. Right. They're banging a bird. They're well into the sturdies, and she starts to sober up and realises not what she wants and tells them to get off. Okay. Right. So, do they... A... Stop the cavalry. Yeah. Or B, say I've started, so I'll finish. <laughs> right, so first one, Jonah Louie. Stop the cavalry. Yeah, stop the cavalry. B, uh, no, sorry, second one, Terry Hall. Oh, you know, he's, Terry's having a good time. Um. But uh, he's very, very aware of the situation. He's a politically sound man. Yep. Uh, he, he's seen enough, like, he's seen enough fucking bad shit happening. Why are you fighting each other and stuff like that? He's, yeah, he's, he's moved on. He, he, he's he's, 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 he's not going to make another statistic, is he? He rolls off, puts his underpants back on and makes the excuses. Goes back to Coventry. Yep. <laughs> um, Suggs. Uh, he... he Absolutely, just he, he, he's just he's got caught up in the moment. He's having a smashing time. Uh, reality sets in. He's like, oh blimey, and uh, yeah, pulls up his pants and uh, apologises and uh, stop and the cavalry. Goes, stop the cavalry. Andy McCluskey from OMD. He stopped the cavalry straight away. Oh, absolutely. Well, just withdraws straight away. Withdraws, puts his underwear goes and back. Another fucking pop gem. Yeah, bloody lovely bloke. Jimmy Nail. Should we move on to uh, 
Have we done sport yet? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Why, <laughs> hey, hey, man? <laughs> right. Uh, this year in sport, we do we do news in a minute. We do uh, okay. Uh, It'll be more I've started, so I'll finish next month. Okay, great. Good game. Good game. <laughs> uh, right, this year, uh, just having a look at December uh, 1982. Um, Tilby-based uh, athlete Lee Antonio is still coming to terms of his loss at the 100 metres at the William <laughs> Edwards Sports Day <laughs> September that year. Uh, he took that hard. Um, it was the World Archery Championships. Huh. Can you remember where, where our Cubs was and like where we used to play football, yeah. where we had our, our, our first like Cub football ground? Yeah. Like on a Saturday or a Sunday, that was an archery field. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. And it was I'll an compl- archery hut. I was completely, yeah, got burned down, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. And like, and like they I'd put. I was completely forgotten about yeah. that. And so at the dip in, they put like, like archery targets up yeah and just a load of old fucking blokes that like real owl and fucking what else did they like the archers yeah drinking we'd, archers would just go and muck around with bows and arrows <laughs> oh uh, battle recreations they also liked do you reckon <laughs> did you ever like, did you have a bow and arrow as a kid yeah you didn't did you yeah did yeah like you know just a kid's one yeah because I remember, um, I remember going to a fancy dress party for Halloween at Little Farrick School. Why would you go to my school? Don't know. Because oh, Sim, Sim and Claire went there. Right. And there was a fancy dress party for Halloween. Um, so it would probably have been about... Yeah, it would probably have been like 1981, 1982. Right. So not all the kids just going, oh, there's some fucking clever kid here that's six foot four. <laughs> with two pubes um, and a metal jacket no I, I don't remember anything about the party but I just remember my mum hadn't sorted us out Halloween costume so my sister uh, went like she she went as like a black cat or something and um, I went as an Indian like you know what would nowadays be called an, a native American yeah so with this bow, with this bow and arrow, and like just a, a, a rudimentary headband with a couple of feathers sticking in it that had been found in the garden. If I threw you over one tree hill with a bow and arrow, yep. How long do you reckon you'd last with just that? What you mean, like killing stuff to eat? Yeah, surviving. Well, I'm a vegetarian. I'm, I'm like- a vegetarian, and I also know the weight of the little mace. In no, like, you're not there. going to Mace, and like, and and the halfway house is shut. Like, all right, look, you you're in the middle of fucking the Yorkshire Moors, right? You've not stuck to the roads. You fucking found yourself on the moors, and you're fucking you're famished. Well, you got, I've got a bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. So what have right. I got to kill? Like a deer or something? Well, no, the, the, the clock started now, right? How long are you lasting? Well, I mean, I reckon I could, I could go like. I normally finish my lunch about half past 12 and I'll have my dinner about quarter to five. So I reckon I could go about three hours, three and a half hours without food. 
So I'd just practice for a couple of hours. Yeah. With me bow and arrow, get me get me eye in. And then like I'd just go like and wait by a rabbit burrow. Just wait for like, you know, the one to come out and then I'd just like shoot it through the fucking ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> How long you t- how long's that take? How long are you lasting? Well, a couple of hours practice and then like I'll probably got one dead within an hour and like just make a make a fire just from like flint and that. Get a couple of sparks going on some dried wood and bracken. Yeah. Get myself a little fire. Boil me billy. <laughs> That's what I call a kettle. Um and- <laughs> I'd be all right. I'd be all right in the wilderness. You're the one that's like, oh, I'm cold, I'm lonely, and bored. That's you. You think you're Mr. Fucking Ray Smears, but you ain't. You're always trying to make me sound like a cunt in the wilderness, like like a city boy in the countryside, but I'm not. I'm all streetwise than you fucking give me credit for. I'd be all right. I went to France. Um, I just want to touch on uh, uh, Antonio uh, coming last in the 100 metres. Um, Why can't you let that go? Um, where do you think that? When do you think in your life has been the time that you've run the fastest? When have you bombed it and just thought shit, and you've really bombed it and thought that was fast? Oh, I, I'll tell you, the fastest I've ever bombed it was um, when uh, when I was coming back from Australia. I went and done the little gigs there in Adelaide and Melbourne, and then. Alex, Alex, who ran the Laughing All Fringe, and Nick Coppin, one of the comedians who, who sort of ran some of the gigs over there, they said, oh, we come to the airport with you. And uh, so we come to the airport, and we just sat there having a beer and just, like, chatting about the previous few weeks and stuff, because it's fucking brilliant going to Australia. And uh, and then I've just looked at my watch, and my plane leaves in, like, 15 minutes. And I've just realised, like, I've completely fucked up. Ooh, like, and it's lots, shit. it's lots of money, isn't it? Like, it's really fucking lots of money. So I've gone like, fucking hell, I've got to go. So I've just legged it. I've just fucking pegged it. Did you know where you was going? Um, no, not not at first. And then I've kind of found it, and there's a massive queue that's moving really fucking slowly. I'm thinking, my plane goes in, like, 15 minutes. I'm fucked. And so I thought, I've just got to push in. I've just got like that's the only way. If I if I do the British thing and wait in this queue, I'm going to miss my plane. Mm. And so I've just said to people, I'm really sorry, my plane's just about to go. I've I've got to push through, and I just pushed through, and no one no one saw a few people tutted and that, but I just got through, and then I've just fucking pegged it to the gate, and it was just closing. Like it was, so, uh, I can't believe I fucking made that flight. I I was thinking about this about the, the time that like I would have bombed it the fastest. And have I ever told you about the time that me and Barham went and watched The Exorcist? <laughs> now, where was that? At Lakeside, when it first opened, when the cinema was there, for yeah. the shopping centre opened. <clears throat> and they were doing a late-night showing of The Exorcist. And, uh, and me and Barham uh, went to see it, and we decided we was going to walk home. And I think Gradley might have been in this as well. And... Uh, and we didn't really know what the exercise was. And needless to say, <laughs> we got into this like midnight show and watched it yeah. and it scared the living shit out of us. We must have been about 15. And we walked home from like Lakeside before the shopping centre was there. So we walked for, home through like all the chalk pits and yeah. stuff like that. 
And we was all really acting hard, like just going like, yeah, that yeah. was scary, was it? And we, you could tell we, all three of us were terrified yeah. of like, what we'd seen and really just wanted to be at home in bed. Uh, and we walked, when we got back to the estate, just as soon as we walked onto the estate, there was like a car just sitting there. And as we walked towards it, he just put his headlights on. And we were like, oh, shit. And, like, and then it turned them off again. And then when we got right next to the car, before we looked at anything, he must have hit his central lock in to unlock something. And we'd been giving it the big one. And the minute we were like that in the dark, in the yeah. dark and the silence, we shit ourselves. And all three of us just like proper bombed it. And I remember like outrunning Gal and Gradley. And like, and I was a tubby little fucking teenager and they weren't. I was so scared of nothing. I just like. <laughs> Freak myself out You've watching got the Exorcist. Scared. But I remember like bombing it that, and I still think that's the fastest I've ever run. Did you ever get chased? Uh, Do you know like by by like other kids or a group of kids when you're on your own or anything like that? I don't think so. We got chased once when we was over like and we was about seventeen. We was you there when we got we was over black over the dip in and we was on the swings and a load of the fucking chapel boys come over. And we was with Bollocks and Dean. Nah, I don't Chris. think so. And like, we were just on the swings and like, they all just come over and it was all like the TUT and that. Yeah. And like, and some bird just started like giving it. And I remember just thinking like, well, I'm old enough to not really be bothered about this. Yeah. And then we was like, oh, we, we just got up. I'm just going to leg it and cry just any, anyway. <laughs> but we just got off and walked off. And then I think like we got out of the dip in. And then, like, crossed over Danos. And then when we got to, like, Black Shots, we just were like, get them. And we yeah. just start seeing more bombing after us. Yeah. And I think when you hear someone say, get them and bomb it, your natural reaction is to go, leg it. Yeah. And so we just legged it to Dean's ass. Yeah. And then his mum was like, are you boys all right? And we was like, yeah, we just got to stay here. And it was like, oh, we'd literally run to his mum. Some big boys. Some big boys said, get them. I'll definitely have pubes then. <laughs> uh, right, so what have we got left? We've got news left. Uh, oh, I've, I've got um, I've got a little game. Go on then. Uh, another round of porn hub or porn snub. Right, okay. So tell me uh, a scenario <laughs> where they're at home, either on their own or with their missus, uh, and they've got an opportunity where they've got the uh, the laptop out. Yep. Are they watching porn hub? Or are they porn snubbing? Okay. Kevin Keegan. Keegan. Tight tracksuit bombs. Yeah, you're right. You've painted the picture well there. So Keegan, he's got his 1970s nylon tracksuit bottoms on. They're quite tight and they're causing a bit of friction on his bell end because he was circumcised. So, like, his helmet is at the forefront of his mind all the time. He's only circumcised recently and his helmet's very sensitive and it's out and it's rubbing against, because he goes commando a lot, Keegan, as well. And his helmet's rubbing against his tracksuit bombs. He's recently circumcised, so his helmet's very sensitive. Got nothing, nowhere to hide for it. And so he fetches the laptop. And and he likes it airy. Of course he does. Yeah. Big, big bushes that that are reminiscent of of his heyday yeah. in in the game. It's a nostalgia wank. Yeah, and and also like as he's about to spunk, he goes, "I love it, I really love it." 
<laughs> he says what, sorry? I love it, I really love it. <laughs> he likes ejaculating. It's fine. Porn hub or porn snub? Nigel Mansell. Solid tash. Yeah. See, with a tash like that, he's got Fanny on tap. He don't need he don't need porn, but he likes it, and he likes it fast as well. Oh, of course he does. Yeah, because he's you know he's an adrenaline junkie. So yeah. what he'll do is the first bit where she's just turning up at the studio and like doing little dances and stuff, he skips straight past that. He ain't got time. No. He ain't even got time to watch her get a bra off and that. Yeah. He just goes straight to the bit where she's getting poleaxed up a up a chuff or a pupper. And then he just beats himself hundred mile an hour until he's done. Yeah, till the wheels come off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh hub. Uh Zola Bud. Now, if I'm right, Zola Bud, did she used to run barefoot? She did. And she likes her porn bare back. She won't ever watch anything where there's a Johnny. She's completely against it. No, she's completely against it. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. And I mean, it's a dangerous time to do that. Yeah. But that's that's what she likes. And she, you know, she just likes bare back porn. And she likes nothing more. Because, am I right? She was involved in an incident with Mary Decker Slaney where she, she was, was, was it Zola Bud? Bricked her with her spikes. So I'd imagine that's kind of in, in her mind as well. So she likes to see someone Quite literally some girl on girl action. Yeah. She yeah, she'd like to see a couple she likes to see a couple of birds jostling, uh, and then some fella coming in and just doing them both bareback. Probably I'd say up the fanny first, but then definitely up the pupper afterwards. Okay. Dennis Taylor. Now, Dennis Taylor, correct me if I'm wrong, was best known for his upside-down glasses. Yep. And he likes nothing better than to see someone upside down on someone else uh, 69-ing. Dirty cunt. He loves it. And what he likes best is, because he's of of a slightly ginger persuasion, Mm -hmm. he likes a ginger milf with a big black fella. Lastly, Jockey Wilson. With a name like Jockey, you like a wank, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) But is he happy with his happy with his faults? Around the clock, around the cock, or is he <laughs> is he all about the pawn up? Um, I'd say I, I think Jockey Wilson would probably sit down there 
He's got a wife who's of similar kind of stature. She likes a pie as well. And they'll just sit there with their big old bellies out and that. He'll just reach over. He'll be strumming her cunt. And she'll be, like, reciprocating. He's got quite a small cock hidden under his belly somewhere. But she'll reach under. She'll find it. And she'll be gently jerking him. And they'll just be watching, like, couples swap him. And they have it off afterwards. And he always finds her bullseye. News. This used to be a really nice podcast, didn't it? I don't know why it's just What's happened to it. Uh, okay, news. So it's been a really, really tough, tough month for news. Um, but they did um, release a, a, a British postage stamp with Bob Marley on it. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Um, if you could have released a stamp in the 80s, who would you have put on it and who would you have sent your first letter to? Well, anyone from, from the whole 80s? Yeah. <sighs> well, if I could choose, can, can I choose like four people? Yeah. So I'd have a stamp that's kind of like broke into four. Yep. Suggs. Yep. Belinda Carlisle. Yep. Mahoney. Yep. Larville Jones. And who are you sending your first letter to? The Fonz. Perfect. Have you got anything for that? Uh, well, that was like, it was off the top of my head, but I stand by it. So who would you put on a stamp from the 80s? That fella from the Flying Pickets. What, a bull one? Yeah. Him. <laughs> the trumpet player from Modern Romance. I went to see I went to see Terry Edwards play one time at the Crips in Deptford, and that it was his name was Spike, wasn't it? The bold yeah. fella from the Flying Pickets. He was in this um, sort of duo, this weird kind of arty duo called something like Ghosts of the Machine or something. And I remember he was wearing these leggings and he didn't have any pants on, and so <laughs> like you could see the outline outline of his cock and bollocks. And from what I could see, I mean, it, it was fairly dimly lit in there, but it looked like his cock was a similar shape to his head. <laughs> <laughs> he was weird looking even then, wasn't he? Yeah, he had a bit of he had a bit of eyeliner on and no underwear. If you're wearing a legging, like you just got to, you got to really wear a pant. He looks like the sort of bloke that'd fucking stick a bottle of Nuki Brown over your head in a working men's club in Wales. Yeah, but then like the video had sort of changed to him, and like, and then he just kind of go, ba da da da. Yeah, ba da, and it was like, I don't know where I'm at with him. No, and I don't want to see him on stage, and I certainly don't want to see the fucking outline of his cock. No. The other bloke from Flying Pickets... He was in Coronation Street and that, wasn't he? He was in Twin Town as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never saw the outline of his cock. No one needs to see it. <laughs> why would you need to see it? Why is it? Why are you getting on stage? How old was he when you see him? Because in, in the 80s, in, in the early 80s, he must have been about 40. That would I mean, that would have been in the late mid-late 90s, I reckon. Mid nineties, nearly sixty, man. Why are you wearing leggings? Showing off. Why are you wearing leggings? 
don't know. I wore leggings when yeah. I was on stage showing off. <laughs> yeah, we all did. Yeah, but I was like, where are we? 19? 25. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Who's, so you've got him. You've got the, the trumpet player from Modern Romance. Uh, Angry Anderson. Uh, and Are you having all bold people? Um, bloke from the Hills Have Eyes. Nah, I'm, I, I've used him too much. Oh, have you? He's my go-to bold man. Uh, Errol Brown. You've got to get your quotas up. Errol Brown. <laughs> <laughs> right, what else have I got for news? Errol Brown don't want to be a token black bloke on your... Who, who else is there? Oh, there was the one, um, what was the fella off Sesame Street called? Gordon. Gordon. Uh, Who would you send your letter to? Uh, don't know. I'm really struggling now. I've, I've Mr. S- Bennett. I was literally going to say <laughs> Mr. Bennett. What's, how fucking weird's that? I was literally going to say Mr. Bennett. Yeah, dear Mr. Bennett, uh, you don't bother me too much, but my old man thinks you're a right <laughs> cunt. Can you leave fucking Tony? Why we ain't spoke about Tony Art that much, have we? No, we we we. I think we closed the book on Tony Art the other week when we were speculating on him. He wasn't a good bloke like Johnny Morris was a good bloke, was he? No, oh no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was a nice old man, Tony Art. He never fiddled with any kids, and then he used to just get home from there and just like make a morph. I don't think I, I think I don't think he actually made Morph. I think Morph was made by like the production team and that. But what did I Tony think Art do when he got he home? He was just a normal old bloke. He'd get home, he'd open up his laptop and just go on lemon party. Self-laughing, silly old cunt. <laughs> if you could have three old blokes on lemon pie, anyone, who would it be? Um, Bronson. What from Grange Hill? Yep. Oh. Mister Bronson, Sid James, and Compo. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> who would you have? David Ambra. <laughs> David Jason, Captain Tom. <laughs> Punks on nonce to finish. Fucking hell, you've how many games you got this week? It's the last one. Right. We've done that. We can finish on this. Ponce or nonce. <clears throat> Adam Chance. Crossroads. Pencil moustache. Lothario. Made love to Jill Chance. Looked very debonair. Loved the ladies. Got the keys to people's rooms. What's <laughs> 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 oh, that? A teenager's suitcase. 
It's like a training bra. <laughs> but no, he's a ponce. He's a ponce. Okay, okay. He, uh, put, he puts it back. Zip, okay. Zips it up and leaves the room as he found it. Cleans the room. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh tea bags, clean yeah. sheets. Uh, Johnny hates jazz frontman Clark Datchler. Young teenage girl fan base. Access to backstage corridors. Fire exits. What goes on in Datchler's dressing room stays in Datchler's dressing room. No, he's a ponce, isn't he? He's a he ponce. A ponce. Uh, kiss me, Stephen Tintin Duffy. Oh, he was very attractive to the teenage girls when he smash its pin up. Probably did road shows. What was the icing on the cake? I ask you. Mm. Was it his jizz on some teens' tits? No, I don't think it was. He was a ponce. Okay. Uh, Tears of Fears uh, singer-songwriter Roland Orzabel. Again, it was a time of smash hits. There was a lot of girls in and out the dressing rooms. Did he sow the seeds of love? Did he tell them not to shout? <laughs> Did he put his hand over their mouth? <laughs> no, he didn't. He was just a ponce. Yep. Okay, lastly, uh, Radio 1's Paul Gambaccini. Remember him when we were young in the 80s. All right, you cunts, just one more reminder. Please go to theconservatives.info and download as many versions of Fuck the Tories as you can before Thursday, the 22nd of December at midnight. Download it, stream it, and share it on your socials and your WhatsApps. Thanks very much for listening, and Merry Christmas.